0: Life is hard, but it could be worse. Life is hard, but it could be worse. Welcome to the Life is Hard podcast. Life is hard. Sorry, I kind of had a pinch. Yeah, had a pinch there. No, the... um, Is that like, that's almost Pinocchio-like. Well, I was thinking about a... A tweet I saw earlier today or a comment on some news article that said, uh, said I'd rather be grabbed by the pussy than led by a pussy. <laughs> and referencing, you know, Trump versus Obama. And I'm thinking to myself, right. this guy probably doesn't have a fucking pussy. So, when he says I'd rather be grabbed by the pussy, he's obviously not speaking as someone who would actually, you know, know how that feels. But Yeah, I was gonna
1: say that same exact thing, except I thought what you meant was I'd rather be grabbed by the pussy than led by the pussy, as in we are currently being led by a pussy, but I didn't
0: well, that wasn't what he meant apparently I didn't interpret it correctly if he meant obama I would take that interpretation, but that's not what he meant yeah it was a it was a you know people back and forth about people were, trump that was okay first of all, it was on the article about people that are uh leveraging their kids into college with their money right. So it was on that article, and somebody oh this was a comment on it, yeah, 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 because somebody commented that that must be how Trump got into college, or that they were wondering how much it cost Trump's father to get him into college, right and right. Uh, and then and In then a business school and then somebody brings up Obama and says, "Well, why was Obama trying so hard to seal his records, and somebody else said, "Wow, he graduated you know." cum lottie or whatever and and he uh he was the president of such and such an organization at the college, and like you know and and then and then this other guys i mean they're all people are just jumping all over back and forth either jumping on trump or jumping on obama it's funny how every news article turns That's into a trump versus obama thing right and,
1: and they're they're both well richer than you <laughs> you know, i mean i don't oh, know yeah, about like Obama's upbringing you know I don't know that his grandma or whoever raised him was rich or whatever but well he's from Kenya he had a poor upbringing but I I would well, be well he's from Hawaii really his dad's from Kenya but
0: yeah I'm saying his origins are, are not necessarily you know in the wealth in the wealth department but I suspect that once he became a senator uh, he started making pretty good money because yeah, life got easier yeah life got a lot easier I'm sure yeah so, um, but so let's back up and talk about. Uh, yeah, let's talk what, about that for a what you're Talking about right, the the people, the, the what they indicted something like fifty people, celebrities, uh, CEOs, uh, people that uh, work for the, the colleges. Apparently, there was quite an extensive uh, conspiracy. Yeah, some coaches or something. Yeah, coaches were involved. People who took the tests people people who are responsible for administering the test. But essentially, just to bring people up to speed so they know what the hell I'm talking about, people with wealth were using their wealth to basically bribe people in the right places. And actually, they, they were paying some guy whose job it was to bribe people in the right places. So they actually hired somebody who who probably made a ton of money just distributing a little bit of that money to the right people in order to get their kids into the colleges they wanted to get into. They hired a bribist, a professional bribist. Yeah, and that guy's going down. Um, but, you know, he's just an entrepreneur. You can't that, really blame him. That was one service he offered. The other service that he offered
1: was that he would, and I didn't have get you, far enough into the article to figure out how he did this
0: it.
1: guy? No, no. Oh, okay. Oh. But the other service that he offered was he would actually cheat on the test for the kids, right? So one way in was to, they would doctor their, you know, they would use stock photographs of, of somebody playing a sport and they would Photoshop the kid onto the photograph on,
0: you know, the kid's face and then get them, then they would bribe like a coach. To make them for, an academic, uh, uh, whatever they call that. So, yeah, there, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, not to, academic to make them
1: uh, an athletic, right, at, an athletic recruit or whatever to get them right, into right. the college. That like was this. one way.
0: There, there was a third way, too, that you probably, they would also get them a doctor's report that said they had a learning disability. Oh, I didn't read that part. Yeah, that was part of it, too. And then the third one that you were talking about was where he did the tests. Help? He actually paid somebody to take the SAT or ACT test for them but that involved bribing the test administrator also oh I got you yeah okay yeah. so yes, yeah, so a professional bribes and this story is for
1: all of you people that think conspiracy theorists are wackos
0: now wait a minute off. wait a minute now that's <laughs> not this doesn't necessarily this isn't a conspiracy are you kidding me well, it's not a conspiracy in the sense of a conspiracy theorist conspiracy. The conspiracies we're talking about are people, people who insist that thousands of people conspired to uh, to make Sandy Hook. A thing when no kids were actually killed and the parents just like sold their kids off into slavery i'm not saying that this automatically makes
1: conspiracy theorists correct about every there's not a conspiracy conspiracy theory in the
0: world that's calling this a conspiracy like i don't know anybody who is running around going i think rich people are paying to get their kids into college if anybody said that to a person who knows anything the person would have said yeah i suppose they are because if they've got money this is really the bottom line, is if you got sure, money one at in this a country... I'm saying
1: this was a conspiratorial network. This was a... There's no way this wasn't a conspiracy. So my point is, just because something is a conspiracy does not make it full of bull or wacko Well, just believe. search that's court records
0: for people who are charged with conspiracy to commit. You will find thousands of conspiracies by definition, but that's well, not the point. The point is that wealthy people, you know, including someone like a Paul Manafort, get 47 months for their list of crimes where someone who, you know, is a poor black person or just a poor person in general is going to go to freaking prison for 24 years. Um, And they don't even have to do
1: anything. Remember about the guy in in Boston (laughs) that spent
0: however many decades in jail for a crime that he never committed? Yeah, and the system is totally rigged against him, in spite of the fact that he's innocent. Uh, oh, I have a good, I have a funny story here. It, this is my only funny story of the day because it's because it's just it's funny. You know, anyway. So these two, <laughs> these two women. Now, you know, I, I'm just going to throw this out there right now. People are dying in their 50s a lot. I've seen this. Uh, you saw Luke Perry died, right? Yes some other guy died re- today or yesterday at the age of 59 i don't remember who it was it was some famous person who was otherwise relatively uh-huh. healthy well, there was Shan Michael Vincent, but I think he was in his 70s. Yeah, no, this guy's 59, and he was relatively healthy. Like, you, He had a healthy lifestyle. He wasn't like a, you know, some drug addict uh, person. But anyway, I digress. The point is that you're not going to have me much longer, so you might as well appreciate my bad humor while you've got me. <laughs> so, but these two women... Won't have me much longer either at that rate. Yeah, it's true. You're well, no, it's my age group, though. It's not that you're going to die in your 50s. It's the people that are right now in their 50s are dropping like flies. Um, that's that's what concerns me I mean if you look I you know if I live to be 60 or 70 I'll probably be fine but um, it, it, the, uh, the the uh, these two women okay they're in their early 60s apparently conspired back to that conspiracy conspiration thing um, conspired to to kill their father uh, because their father was uh, unable to take care of himself and had pretty bad dementia and did not want to go into a uh, assisted living situation or nursing home or whatever. So they couldn't take care of him. They didn't go into a lot of detail about that in the article because I don't think they want us to have sympathy for these women, but but the assumption would be, I mean, you generally, at the age of 60-something, you don't kill your dad for no reason, right? I mean, you know, it's if I'm going to kill my dad, there's got to be a pretty good reason. Like, he had to have left right. the cap off the toothpaste or something, right? So anyway... Yes, um, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so, so... Let the cat in and the cat peed on the floor. So these women went through some serious effort in order to kill their father. They had They tried putting a pill over his face, but that wasn't enough to stop him from breathing. And they tried giving him some sleeping pills, and all that did was, you know, make him sleep. But anyway, it finally they ended up, like, shoving a rag down his throat and holding his nose shut or something, and he, he suffocated. But... The thing is that they got away with it. It was like four years ago they did this, and there was no sign of a struggle. There was no sign of any foul play, so they called it a death by natural causes. The guy was in terrible health. I mean, he was dying. It was basically euthanasia. <laughs> he, he was he was dying, but it took him four, five, six attempts <laughs> well, it's to, not to that, actually you kill know, him when they tried. It's not yeah. that easy to kill somebody, believe it or not, even, I mean, unless they're like just ready to just die you know the first yeah, Well, i don't know i never tried yeah well i mean cut I've, me some slack here yeah most of us don't have a lot of experience in that area but i guess what i'm saying though is so so they they got away with this clean and free scot-free and uh they happen and this is the crazy part they happen to have the same lover and they confessed to their lover. I don't know if individually. The, the, the girls? The did? girls. These two the 60-year-old women have the same lover. They're, they share a boyfriend. And, and they and they know about this. They share And this their guy. sisters. Yeah. And this guy's got two women that he's banging, right? <laughs> this is a Jerry Springer episode. They Go tell ahead. him this story. They tell him that they basically euthanized their dad. I don't know if they use that word, but that's the word they should have used because that's essentially what they did. right? And... And he reports them to the police. The, the dude that's banging both of them. Yep. Reports them to them the police. Sells them up the river. <laughs> now, how stupid is that? That's what I'm saying. First of all, he screwed himself, right? Secondly, <laughs> these women didn't kill their dad out of malice. They didn't kill their dad because they were like, oh yeah, let's see what it's like to kill somebody. They killed the guy because he couldn't function on his own and there was no way to take care of him. And well, uh, well, I th- hey, my opinion and I'll go on record to say this is that when someone's reaching their end of life and they require continuous care, their loved ones should be able to make the call. It shouldn't be like we must keep them alive at all costs and if it costs us $9,000 a month to keep them in an assistive care facility, you just come up with the money, you rape, pillage, and steal, you do a reverse mortgage on the house or whatever to pay this for as long as they live. That's bullshit. Not only the money, but also the time investment and everything. If the person is a vegetable, if they're never going to get better, if they're just you know living out their final days as they you know bleed off, we don't do that to our pets. You know, when our pets are totally unable to eat or, or, or function, we, we, we do the merciful thing and we put them down. But we can't do that with people. Which is bullshit. I mean, I know there's some places that are trying to pass laws to make that legal and stuff. But right now, because of the religious right, we, you know, God, this is God's thing. And we should just, that I think also the medical industry loves. They're making so much money on this stuff. It's insane. Right. But the point is that this uh, should, I mean, I would have a hard time saying
1: that. But it. Uh, I will grant you that it's totally cultural because there are yes. you nomadic. Know, matter- there are nomadic cultures in somewhere Asia, or Africa, or India, South America, know, yeah, wherever they are. That they they travel, you know, like walk around in groups. And when the uh, tribesmen or whatever get old enough to where they're slowing down the group, and that's more dangerous, they walk down to the to the ocean or the river bank or whatever, and they dig a hole. And they and they bury them up to their neck, and then they walk away and
0: let the tide, you know, drown them. Yeah, it's I, a, I don't know if that's the nicest way to do it, but, you know, it's definitely got some sex appeal, I guess. I mean, it's the
1: ceremony in their culture. My point is, yeah, it, is it sounds horrifying to me, but it's, it's just because of...
0: There's, there's no difference between an animal that's suffering and a person that's suffering. But yet we treat them completely differently. Um, in any case, yeah. So, but my opinion is always is I don't know if it's always been, but is uh, that the caregivers, the people who care most about this person, not necessarily the the paid the professional caregiver, but the person who's you know left in their life if they have the loved somebody, ones. The loved ones should simply make a decision. It should simply, you know, and and I don't even care that some people will cut them off sooner than others. It doesn't matter because somebody has to be able to make this decision, and you can't say what's the right time and what's. Now, granted, if, if the person that they want to euthanize gets up and runs away, then I, I suspect they got a little hasty. But, <laughs> <laughs> but
1: remember that time I asked for a pony for Christmas, Daddy? Exactly. And you
0: didn't bring it to me. Exactly, but but when you have a situation where someone requires twenty-four hour care, um. I think that person should be able to decide if they want to spend their whole life caring for this person uh, and or all their money or whatever, or all their inheritance for that matter. I mean, it doesn't come down to a money decision, but it can in some cases. I mean, this can be real hardship. If you're talking about spending... I mean, like you said, yeah, $9,000 a month or whatever. Yeah, if if you're talking about spending $100,000 to keep your parent alive for a year versus spending that $100,000 to send your child to college... Which is more useful? You know, and I know people would, people, there's probably people who would just scream at me and go, what are you talking about? This is the Yeah, life, they just you know? turned us off. Yeah, they just shut us <laughs> off. But that's how I, it's how I feel. I think it's a, and, and I don't mind if someone applies this to me. When I am a total burden on the people around me and I can't think clearly and I can't function, I can't feed myself, I can't go to the bathroom, fucking euthanize me and I, you know, like I said I will go on record this is okay it's okay go ahead euthanize me I'm totally alright with that I mean you can do it tomorrow if you want just I gotta finish this podcast first right, um, yeah. so 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 so, yeah yeah um, <laughs> I mean it's like look at look at this this is a good time for that look at where we're going I mean it might be worth euthanizing me now just because look at where we're going they the, when we get that tax um, cut what last year they included a provision uh to write off a purchase of a pri- purchase lease maintenance everything associated with a private jet straight write off no depreciation nothing you could just buy a jet and write it off awesome awesome too. awesome if you could afford to buy a jet i mean yes. That should just tell you where we're going. This is where we're going. They're tight. Speaking of jets, yeah, what's going on with a seven thirty seven? That yeah, that's a crazy one, huh? So, seven thirty seven max. He- yeah. headlines. Well, the, there was a crash like five months ago, and then this recent one in Ethiopia was a very similar situation. So they're saying, whoa, there may be some commonality. There may be something about the aircraft, and they. they the, the the I mean all this stuff comes from like the black box and you don't really have you can't interview the pilot everybody's dead so um, so basically what we're relying on is what the pilot was was saying he he had some uh, the aircraft was doing something the the autopilot was doing something he couldn't turn off and it was. Like, not letting him pull the nose up. And so, anyway, long story short, there may be a bug in the software. This is a software thing on this jet. And the the FAA uh, in the United States, of course, is saying, well, you know, we've been watching... I mean, since the last accident, we've been checking this thing out. We haven't found anything wrong with it. So, as far as we're concerned, it's, it's safe. Um, <laughs> like,
1: like when you... Uh Ask Microsoft support, you know, how come I can't merge the cells in the online version of Excel? Well, we think it's
0: an operator error. Exactly. <laughs> that or, no, that or they just say, you can. And you say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and you say, but I can't. And they're like, no, you can. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's. I, I don't, you know, jets are incredibly complicated. And, and it's not even so much the hardware. I mean, the hardware is, you know, you got some ailerons, you got flaps, you got wings, right? But but when you start getting into the complicated software, the autopilot that's trying to read weather conditions and, you know, altitude and attitude and all these things, that it has to factor in airspeed and, and all these things. And then if there's just some weird, like a sensor that's not reading right and it gets bad information, Uh, or like if it thinks your airspeed is higher or lower than what it really is and it says, whoa, you're stalling. And then it decides to drop the nose. I think that's what, I'm not sure that that's exactly what happened, but the, but they said that the, the autopilot was trying to drop the nose of the aircraft. In the case of the Ethiopian one, the guy couldn't get control of it soon enough because I think it was just taking off. So they were close to the ground and it basically just crashed right into the ground. Um, but, but so the the
1: headlines that I've seen are saying that the United States and Canada are the only countries that still use seven thirty seven. So have the other countries actively like banned the use of this airplane no, they just for groaned, whatever reason? They, they just grounded them. they're there. Yeah, but I mean, because they're old or because of this specific,
0: like it's recalled or something. No, they're not old. Although they did say that American Airlines already had like an upgrade that supposedly fixed this problem? It didn't... Okay, so here's what it did. It didn't fix the problem because we don't know that there's a problem. What it does do is it makes it easier for the pilot to turn this feature off. So if there's a problem, the the pilot has something like on the screen right in front of him, he hits a button and it turns it off. Um, I got a feeling, I don't know if you've been in a Tesla or well any modern car. You know, they've got these... Now they've got these displays that they're touchscreens, right? Everything's on a touchscreen. I think these modern jets... Kind of have a lot of that stuff, too. Instead of having a lot of buttons and knobs and like, oh, if this goes wrong, you just switch this switch. No, it's all like computer, right? And so if there's no way to get More to places th- for bugs. Well, no, yeah, but there's there may not be an interface. Like somebody says, hey, you know, turn the volume down on your computer. You're like, well, how do I do that, right? I mean, there's no volume knob. They're like, oh, you got to click here. You got to pull this down and you select this, right? Well, yeah. But if you don't have an interface to do it, if or you don't know how to access that interface, you don't know what uh, key to hit or what you know thing, what screen to go to, what menu to pull up, whatever. And your plane is crashing. It's not a good time to be exploring the menus. Oh wait, we got a right. bunch of menus I haven't even looked at. Here, hold on. We're crashing. Well, just a minute, okay. But we're going down. You know, no, no, I got it. Okay, next. Oh shit, I hit the wrong button. I got to go back. You know, yeah, it's, you don't have time for that. So they're waiting did, while it's loading. The shutoff is loading. Yeah, so what it's this... It's still loading. Yeah, what this upgrade did was it made this feature front and center on the screen so they can hit a button to turn it off. So if it acts up, they can turn it off. And American Airlines, all theirs, have this patch. So in theory, they're at least, you know, capable of dealing with the problem should it arise. But this patch is for a
1: 737 still.
0: Yeah, yeah, and everybody could get it. It's just that they said that Boeing might take a couple weeks to roll it out or something and and I think what the countries that are less political than we are, see cuz Boeing's an American company. And nobody oh, wants Oh yeah, they're yeah, a huge defense contractor. Exactly. Too, I yeah, I mean, they're just they're just huge period. And and from what I understand, the Boeing CEO has been uh, whining and dining Trump lately because of course yeah so so there's a lot of politics involved but if it weren't for that I think everybody would say look let's just ground these things until everybody's got this patch installed you know uh, there's no point in taking a chance on having you know 150 people die because we couldn't find a bug and oops there it was you know right uh, but anyway, I, I don't i mean, I think within a couple weeks it's all gonna be over with like it's just it's all it's simply a matter of making this uh feature something that's easy to turn off, and that's it gone because the jets are fine, i mean they fly they fly it's an autopilot thing, it's a software thing, right, but when your autopilot flies you into the ground, it can be lethal right. so that's the that's the downside to this, and that's why people are criticizing the f a a because they're like, hey. Sure, we think it's safe. We might be 98% sure it's safe. But are you willing to bet hundreds of lives that it's safe? And apparently they are. Because, well, I mean, what's 100 lives anyway? It's not rich people. Remember, rich people got a tax write-off for buying their own private jets. They're not flying commercial anymore. Exactly. Anyway, sorry. I get off on the tangent <laughs> of this stuff. I mean, we talk about this shit all the time. It's going gonna to oh, change the name of the podcast to, you know. Oh, God. I know. It's ridiculous. No, not Oh, God. No, Oh, God. That would be kind of a catchy name, though. Oh, God. The Oh, God podcast. Right. Or the science? It's like
1: <sighs> the Oh, God podcast. Is it about religion, exasperation, or
0: sex? Really? Good point. Oh, God. Oh, God. Or, oh God, or oh God, all right, so, on a totally lighter note, <laughs> on a completely different take, just crazy shit, so I was reading um on Twitter today, people were talking about how uh these bots that they put on the internet to go click on stuff like these 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 uh what do you want to call them oh they're they're robots, but they're they're software robots, right they've right. got banks of like smartphones I mean when I say banks like I mean rows and columns these things mounted on on a, a, a rack and they're connected to this whatever it is that drives them and these smartphones each one of them has a separate connection to the internet so they look like different people are clicking on ads and whatever in order to drive so up so like yeah drive it up the charts dr- drive up the, uh, the ad revenue if it's if, if they're working for the company that's it's selling the ads they're driving up the ad revenue so the person buying the ad is getting is paying for all these clicks that are not real people it's also driving the automated tracking software that's tracking all these different bots that are clicking on all this different stuff and trying to figure out what it is they want to see for advertising or what it what we're trying to sell and all this. so it's like driving the tracking software crazy right It's overcharging the person who's who's sell. I'm sorry, who's buying the ad space, right? And it's making making money for the ones who're selling it. But it's it's crazy because if you if you think about it, it kind of gives you a headache on account of it's this this is bots that are basically uh, messing with the bots. You know, I mean, you've got these AI things that are tracking you and you, and then and then they finds out that like most of the traffic they're tracking isn't even people. So this like fucks up everything. Oh, did you see that uh, Elizabeth Warren took out an ad on Facebook saying she wanted mm-hmm. to break up the tech companies, including breaking up Facebook? And they first thing they did was took the ad down. And then, of course, people screamed about it and said, "What are you doing?" And they're like, "Oh well, uh, it violates our turn." Oh, oh, okay, we'll put it back. (laughs) We have first rule of Facebook: you cannot place an ad that (laughs) that attacks integrates Facebook. Yeah, yeah, or says you're going to break them up. Uh, But yeah, it's interesting. Well, she said basically that demonstrated her point is that Facebook has too much power. You know, if Facebook decides you don't get an ad. That takes out a huge portion of your potential ad space, right um, I mean it, I like the argument that I've seen
1: where they they categorize it as the new public square and therefore it's subject to those laws of you know free speech and all that stuff
0: yeah it, it's a tricky it really is a tricky one because it is a private corporation, but I think her elizabeth Warren's take on it is we need to break up facebook um and uh, WhatsApp, and what's the other one that they bought? Uh, the, the popular image? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, we need to break these apart. Do not let, just because Facebook's taking over the world does not mean they should be able to buy up all these other social media services and make it into one huge conglomerate. I mean, essentially what you could end up with eventually, because, you know, one of them could be, you know, Google could be making more money than Facebook, and at some point Google could be like, we're buying Facebook. And right. you know, and and at some point, Apple might say, "Fuck y'all, we're buying Google and Facebook, you know, or we're buying Alphabet, is actually the parent company of Google." But, but we're just going to buy up everything, and then you know, we'll pretend as if we're the the good guys, and we'll let you have all your freedom of speech and everything else. But by the way, if you ever actually say anything that pisses us off, it'll disappear, and there's not a fucking thing you can do about it. Um, it, it it'll just, just be a glitch. Yeah, I mean. You can't you don't want the internet is supposed to be the ultimate in democracy, right? And it's changing into a place where a few huge corporations control almost everything. And and that's what Elizabeth Warren was complaining about and that's what she was taking out ads about and I mean she didn't like spend a ton of money on ads, it's just her ads just disappeared. They were just gone. Right.
1: Yeah. So one thing that you alluded to though a little bit ago when the bots are tracking the bots. Yeah is it occurred to me that in all and maybe I'm wrong and you'll probably point out if I am, but in in our science fiction um what's it called, dystopian future novels and movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Generally we see or frequently, maybe not generally, but frequently we see like the robots taking over, you know. Well like of course. Sk- Skynet or whatever. Yeah, but what you just pointed out and made me think is what we don't normally see but might very well kind of happen is where the bots take over but there are different factions of bots and those factions are against each other. Yeah. You know, so like we don't really get exterminated by the bots because we get enslaved by them or ruled by them or whatever but we get exterminated by the bots because we're just kind of caught in the crossfire of bot wars (laughs) you know like holy shit
0: (laughs) like they don't even care about the humans they're just in the way you know well i subscribe to the theory that a true ai that analyzed the the world as we know it um objectively would see people as a problem just like in the matrix and and all these other things, you know, you, you see it all the time. They say, you know, people are a virus, people are, right. you know. And, and the Terminator, in the Terminator movies, they said they saw all people as the enemy and they just fired all the nukes. But I think that would really be the logical conclusion if you look at what we're doing to the planet. The fact that, you know, we're we're, we're looking down the barrel of, of uh, climate change to the extent that it might make the planet totally uninhabitable. And yet we're finding new sources of fossil fuels. Like, we're... Sorry? Well, I was going to say, but that's if the bots are altruistic. If they're no! Are, they don't have to be. They can just look at us and go, you are literally destroying the planet on which you live, and that makes you a a, a disease. Like, I, what good are we doing? What, what could we possibly... Unless we're just slaves to the
1: robots. Maybe altruistic is the wrong word. I'm saying the... The robot would be looking at things from the perspective of protecting the globe in that case. And I'm saying that it's quite possible that we have more mission-oriented robots that, you know, through any means necessary will help Facebook overtake the world. But these other bots, through any means necessary,
0: will help... Google overtake
1: the world, you know, well, you're stopping, those bots
0: yeah, will end up in a war. that would be less than the ultimate AI, though. I mean, the ultimate AI is actually making decisions for itself. It's looking, that's why I said making an objective assessment of where the problem really lies. And, sure, I'm just saying, what if they don't cooperate? Well, they might the fight each decisions? other. They might fight each other. I'm not saying they wouldn't. But that doesn't necessarily mean they wouldn't take us out first. Or at least right. take us out in the process. I mean, you realize that your computer can perform like a few trillion calculations in a split second. So you wouldn't stand a chance. Like if if a robot decided we should die, he could be fighting another robot and he could just take a microsecond out of his fight to go, boom, you're dead, and go on fighting his other robot. It just It's like it just doesn't even... We wouldn't even factor into it if we ever actually allowed these machines to become lethal and have true artificial intelligence and make these decisions for themselves. Obviously if we're just programming them and we're saying, okay, your programming is this, somebody is going to say, don't shoot me. Right. You know? Um, but I'm pretty convinced that we are the problem and, uh, and we don't seem to be capable of long-term thinking. Uh, and and this everything I read nowadays is just leading me in the same direction, that we will self-destruct. Whether that makes us bad or just genetically flawed, we're going to self-destruct because we don't have the wherewithal. You look at the knowledge we have right now, you look at what we know... I can understand 30 years ago we wouldn't have done anything. But right now, we should be, like, hell-bent on, holy shit, we are got to save the planet we live on. But people are like, right. I think it's going to be expensive to do that. Uh, you know, let's put it off. Um, maybe we'll get around to that in 2030 or some, you know. But what they really mean is they're never going to do it. And in the meantime, they're finding more sources of fossil fuels or finding better ways to get fossil fuels out of the ground and burn them, which, if you think about it, is the equivalent of tightening a noose around your neck. Life is but hard, but this is how we think. This is it worse. isn't you know life specific to a certain group of people. It's life how humans it could think.
1: Life we are hard. flawed,
0: but it could be worse. We think about life is you hard. You know, putting food in our stomachs today, could be and staying warm today, and all that future shit. All that thirty years, forty years, fifty years, hundred years out—that's inconceivable to us. But it could be so worse. anyway. We'll say You always hard. live your life never but thinking about worse. the
1: future. Exactly. Like it's actually
0: hard. But it could be worse.